There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for Rotten Treasure. Hello, welcome to the Rotten Treasure podcast. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell, and we watched, I did this way out of order, I'm so sorry, we we watched Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street from 2010. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell, and with me as always is the other host, Kai Bobby. Flawless. Perfect. 100%. I'm going to honestly copy that one and use that for uh, every single one for like, I don't know, like the next 10 episodes and just copy Great. and paste whatever the name of the movie is. Thanks. What episode is this? Like 56 or something like that? <laughs> something. I don't even know. Yeah. You got sh- it. You're doing great. I should be used to this by now. Oh, God. That's okay. That's all right. Hey, you know what? Uh, ch- check in real quick. How are you? And it's okay if you're not doing well enough to get this right. I'm doing great, Kai. How are you? Okay. Yeah, I'm good. I've been hanging out and talking to you. I was just recording a podcast right before this with Ralph uh, and Kristen Wood. They you should once again listen to Hey, Let Me Ask You Something podcast. Uh so yeah, I'm in a good space. I'm doing well. Hmm. I get to, I've, I've been already been I've been hanging out with you, Jim. I'm good. Yeah. Speaking of old guests, here's a new guest. Uh, he's a collage artist living in Fishtown. It's Harrison Scantling. <laughs> on the podcast, I appreciate it. This is gonna be fun. I Thank feel you like for being on the podcast. And sorry, I feel like we should start there immediately, openly in front of other people. I'm sorry, we made you watch this movie. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you made me watch it twice. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't. I, I just want to say, for the record, we didn't make you watch it twice. Uh, uh you watched it twice. Uh, we're just sorry we did this to you. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. I am sorry, um, but also very grateful. I would say because it's. I don't know about you, but I did not. I, I did not just like let this be the background. I did dissect some of this because I hated it so much. Um, so I don't know did, where where you stood. Did you have a like a, a like were you locked into this one or were you kind of just like it was there? It was just there. Like yeah. No no gravitas whatsoever. It was just there. Yeah. Yeah. I I I. It's one of those movies where I feel the same way, and then. They just did some stuff where I openly hated it, uh, and I was like, I, I, there was a point, there was always a point where I was like, I don't even want to have a podcast about this. I, let's just bring Harris at all to just talk about literally everything else about <laughs> about life. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, let's do that. Uh, Jim, what do you want to talk about? Well, anything else? Well, before we do that, Harrison, uh, what's your uh, relationship <laughs> with the whole Nightmare on Elm Street franchise? Um, <laughs> I grew up watching horror movies, which is not good for me, just because I scared so easily as a child. And the one of the worst horror movies that I've ever seen is A Nightmare on Elm Street, because he can get to you in your dreams. So that mm-hmm. really freaked me out as a kid. Yep, um, so he's one of my one of my top horror icons from my childhood, honestly. Freddy yeah. Krueger. Yeah. Did you, uh, because I've, I'm a big scaredy cat. Kai's a big scaredy cat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're we're all a bunch of scaredy cats here. Did you watch horror as a kid to like face your fears? Um, not to face my fears. It's weird. Like it, even though it was scary, it was still entertaining and interesting to me. Um, so it wasn't to face my fears. Um, because I'm you know, I'm still afraid of the dark. Uh, <laughs> so so yeah, it didn't help me same. with that. Didn't help me with that. 
Okay. Yeah, because like I was a I was a big scary cat. I just avoided horror movies. I I, I avoided them until I was like I don't know thirteen. <laughs> Feels like the first time I ever watched a horror movie. I Hi, you're, I, you're I would now? accidentally watch horror movies like on Disney Channel. Like I was just thinking about this because I shared a someone put, made a meme about this, but like something about how they let that what was that the guy that was nightmare guy underneath your bed uh, Disney Channel movie. There's something under the bed. Is that what it was called? It's just like the boogie monster who's living under your bed. But it's fun because he's like, let's find out why he's just like the boogie monster. He's not a bad guy. It's kind of like Monster Zinky in that way. Um, Are you but like about little monster with Fred Savage? Nah, nah. This is just a grown teenage, <laughs> but actually probably an adult, probably like 18, 19 year old uh, person being the boogeyman underneath some kid's bed in a Disney Channel movie. No. I guess it's just me. Yeah, I, I, I saw Disney at, I guess, a weird time. But uh, I, that my introduction to, was, like, that kind of scary stuff. And if anybody knows what I'm talking about, and, like, Goosebumps. Like, that's – and, like, R.L. – reading it was scary. R.L. Stein just reading it bothered me. So I stayed away from film that was scary. Oh. Looking at the covers of R.L. Stein books scare me. Ugh. I, Not I, now. But then – Oh yeah, I think we even talked about it on an episode where I was. There's a uh, there's a book called I think it was called like There's something in the basement or or like Don't go in the basement. And the uh, picture on the front was a hand coming from behind a door and turning off a light. And to this day, I'm scared of uh, like when you have to go into a room and turn on a light and you're just like fumbling around. I'm still scared scared that uh, that hand's gonna uh, attack me. Mm-hmm. That's probably why I stayed away from this franchise for so long. Is the idea of someone coming into my dreams is just terrifying in general, let alone someone who's a monster. Like, I don't want to... Like, I thought of, and I, I think I might have given this away on the podcast before, of, like, the in, the inverse of this, like, a cool superhero that comes and, like, helps you in your dreams instead. Um, and, like, that being, like, a fun thing to explore. Be, like, more of, like, a probably Disney Channel thing. <laughs> um, you know, like, I want it to be positive. They're just like, oh, I'll help you fight robots and space aliens. I'm sorry you're having a hard time with these dreams. <laughs> um, yeah, I want that to exist. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I don't, I feel you on this. I think this is arguably the scariest thing ever, <laughs> conceptually, is someone murdering me while I'm trying to sleep. Because I'm a deep sleeper, so I'd stay in that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, was this like was this a was this a big fear for you, Harrison? Like, uh, or was it just like, oh, you saw this one time and you're and you're like, ooh, that's scary. That was it. Stayed with me because it's one of those things once again where it's like you have to sleep and like anything can happen in your dreams. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely something that stayed with me for a while there. Um, but I still love like I still love the movies and I still love the franchise. Not all the franchise, but you know, like Oh, trust me, know, I feel you. I just watched yes. all the <laughs> well, we know. <laughs> yeah, I yes. had to quickly change that statement because I was like, not all of them are good. <laughs> no, 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 no. Four through six was really hard. Anyways, we'll get into that later. <laughs> I'm so sorry, yeah, that you've seen any of these in, in your lifetime. I shouldn't say that, except for three. Well, I'm gonna try. We'll I'll talk about it in the recap, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> Have you seen four through six? Oh yeah, I've seen them all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, then you know you know that lol. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> the dream child. Oh. Oh, that one. Was that the? I think that one was the abortion allegory. Oh yeah, that one was like they 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 go into weird. Th- These are movies that they think they're doing like 
these deep things and they're like, oh, let's get into this because that'll be a fun subject to get into. And it's like, we don't need Freddy to be in a movie about abortion. Like, that, no. that is not... We don't need a movie where Freddy represents homosexuality. Like, we don't need oh, these things. No. They don't need to I'm, double down I, on it. I, wait a minute. I gotta admit, I'm a fan of part two. The Oh, the second installment? The second one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. We're, we're even doing uh, Scream Queen after this uh, with Rob O'Neill. So we're gonna can, uh, do the documentary. Jim, I think you actually already watched it. I haven't watched yeah, it yet. I watched it last uh, night. It's really good. I highly uh, recommend it if you if you haven't ab- seen it. About that film, so I'm very excited. Um, oh, especially... Oh, God. I don't know. Yay. Qu- uh, being a closeted performer, I never had to do that. Uh, but that does not sound like a fun time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, we'll we'll get into it when when you watch it. But um, yeah, the second one, it's okay. <laughs> it's good. It's fun to watch. But the bad part about it is the allegory doesn't work, and really comes off. Uh, like the ultimate message of it is, well, if you're gay, you need to stuff that down and ignore it because that's the way you get rid. Because Freddie doesn't work as a allegory for being gay. But ultimately, the the movie is a good watch. I mean, I wish I had seen it as a kid um, for some reasons. Like, I understand why, why some people this is like a really good film for them and like a cult classic. Uh, I get it. Uh, based off of a lot of those really homoerotic scenes. Because <laughs> uh, I drive with that. I'm like, oh, yes, I love how free this person like. That scene where he's just, like, having a blast in his room and, like, making it all, like, putting shit away and, like, being free. I'm just like, fuck yeah. I wish that was that was me. Why wasn't that me being all, like, unapologetically myself, putting shit away in my room, dancing around with a stick and pretending it was my penis? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just not where I was at. And I was just like, okay, sit in my room and do the things I'm supposed to. <laughs> Very different vibe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about I don't know about you two, but, like, as a young child, I was that. I was a I was a big dance in my room yippee this is fun kind of person and then i became a no that's embarrassing you shouldn't do that even if no one's around and now i'm back to like it's a fun thing to do i don't know i don't know how you two were uh when it comes to just having a blast in your room by yourself (laughs) i'm gonna let that pause and exist for a second Um, I don't, when I say having a blast, I don't mean, uh, 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 orgasms, uh, oh. if that's where you were going with that, uh, I, I don't, I, is, is this what you're, are you trying to corner me into saying that, uh, having a blast is my exploding penis? All right, whatever. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, basically, you got, you got me. Okay, okay, I hear you. Anyway. The point is, do you dance? Do you dance in your room by yourself? <laughs> I can't. My room's too tiny. What about yourself, Harris? <laughs> no, I do not dance in my room by myself. I think I'm over that phase. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I understand. Um, yeah, me neither. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Harrison, what's the scariest movie you've actually seen in your life? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, sorry, God. curveball. Had it. Honestly, I don't want to look at my notes for this movie, so I'm just gonna ask you random shit. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a good idea to just. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Either. I don't know what the scariest movie I've ever seen. It's it's it's. I don't know. I didn't really have to think about it. Yeah, I'm sorry to put, uh, put that on you. Well, 
Yeah. Are you? Would you say that uh, horror movies are like your favorite uh, genre? Like, is that what you're like biggest into? Um, no, I wouldn't say horror movies are my favorite genre. Like, I'm really into stupid action movies. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. love the love to watch those because they're just just like mindless fun. Um, horror's up there though for me, definitely without a doubt. What kind of action movies are you watching? Um, like shitty ones with like starring Steven Stagall. Oh man, sorry, you're going, you are going real shitty. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're talking like <laughs> Lethal <laughs> Weapon era kind of shit. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool. Like, yeah. um, I can't even Steven name a Steven Seagal movie because all the names I'm thinking of are fake. Like Strike Force Down. I'm gonna look up Steven Seagal movies. I, have you watched any of his more recent ones where it's just him sitting in a chair? Those are my favorite ones when he's not doing a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're like you're tired. I've seen all the stuff you did with all your like all that stunt work that was clearly not somebody else. It was it was him, right? He did all his own stunts. Yeah, he he actually is a uh, he's actually pretty decent at a a keto is what yeah. he's good at. So at a certain point in movies, they're like, hey, we're gonna have you sit in the chair for most of the movie. And you're like, all right, yeah. <laughs> I'll he, take my check. I'll sit in a chair. Yeah, he very clearly at some point in his career was like, well, um. If I just show up in the movie, the contract is going to say uh, I don't have to get up out of this chair. Uh, everyone else is going to do all the action, and you're going to give me a million dollars, and you can put me on the cover. Oh, wow. Bruce Willis has the same deal. Damn. Good for them, I guess. I don't know. God, I mean, given the chance, I'd do it. Yeah. I'd do it. I, don't, I never fault anyone for making shitty movies. <laughs> I like, mean, Expendables 64. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I could do it. I don't care. I, I have no uh I have no artistic uh integrity. I think the action movies and horror um particularly are two genres that I think are really good at doing like allegorical stuff or like making something out of it. Like comedy sometimes, I guess, but like for the most part I don't see that in comedy as much. Like or like I don't feel like there's much meat by, like I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but like much sustenance to a, uh sometimes with a lot of that category. Um you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, it's comedy w- will do satire, so it'll make fun of it'll no. make fun of a whole thing, whatever it's making fun of, whatever right. it's poking like the absurdity at. Whereas horror will be like they make the allegory like people have a fear of, uh, well, dreams. People have a fear of that. Let's make it scary. People have a fear of uh, spiders, eight legged freaks. Oh, great reference. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah. Have you seen that? Movie? I actually, actually have an answer to your question about the scariest movie that I saw. Oh, I'm not yes, saying please. it's Perfect. the scariest movie. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it's the scariest movie that I saw, but I remember going to see Scream when I was a teenager in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm that old, and <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember being like literally speechless after I saw that movie. Yeah, it was just like it really rocked my like horror world. I was like, whoa, like I. I was just like, I really was literally speechless after I left the theater. Yeah. Oh, I'm really excited to rewatch that. I cannot wait um, because I haven't seen That's the first one in a very long time. I've heard the, um, that an element of the, those movies that really got people was they were like, well, it felt real because they were all aware of what was going on. So they made like good decisions. But the most shocking thing for me was is that they actually killed is this do, do I do a spoiler alert here? Like Oh no, we spoil oh, shit we all the time. Scream's been out okay, for a hot cool, minute. Right, right. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, like yeah. The, the thing that really freaked me out is like I thought 
because Drew Barrymore was on the poster that she was going to be in the entire movie. Of course. Mm-hmm. And then she's killed, like, with the first 15 minutes. Like, that's just like, what? Drew Barrymore is dead? What's going to happen next? Oh, God, it's the girl from Party of Five is on now. Uh, I feel like you hate that move, but also you, you kind of respect it, right? Am I wrong? I don't know. Like, that's a what what a... What a way to cash grab like people and get them to come to the movie. But also you're like, wow, who's who did that first? Anybody do that with a other? Oh, I'm sure there's been movies that have Psycho. done it before. Psycho did the same thing. Psycho famously did that in the middle of the movie. They killed a big character. No, but I'm saying like right away, the first scene, the whole first chunk of the movie is just her dying. That's a good question. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if I'm equipped to answer that one. Because that's, I mean, imagine just turning it on a movie and then just Owen Wilson just blows his brains out. You're like, all right, let's see how the rest of this movie goes. You know? Owen Wilson was an interesting choice there. <laughs> I know. I'm an improviser, Jim. Yeah. But the, I, that wasn't. Have you seen a... yet? Hmm? I'm sorry? Is that the re- reboot of Scream or whatever, Scream 5 or whatever it is? Have you seen yeah. that yet? Haven't. No, nope. not yet. Yeah. No. I've been um, watching this show on Netflix. That counts for something. <laughs> I heard it's good. I heard that they like, because there a lot of movies recently have come out where they're rebooting uh, like that in the Matrix, and they're making it meta all of a sudden. And everyone was like, "Well, it works for Scream because Scream was originally meta. It was originally a movie where they were like, oh, 'Oh, we're an analysis on scary movies.' Mm. They do a scary movie, and it's fucking even more fucking ridiculous because it's <laughs> making fun of that shit. It's making fun of other shit." <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, I'm very excited. I'm very excited to do Scream because that is a movie that I have like just reportedly been uh, afraid of and watched the reflection of a microwave as a small child because the older kids were watching it and I was nearby. I was like, I can kind of see it. Uh, oh, oh, it's oh, it's the boyfriend. Oh, all right. All right. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just the boyfriend. Oh, hey, it's Matthew Lillard. Uh, I sh- should have questioned something about myself at that exact moment. Um but I didn't. <laughs> that should have been my sexual awakening as Matthew Lillard in, in this movie. Really? Skeet Ulrich I, I, for me. Skeet Ulrich. Who's that? The other guy. The Billy oh. Luma, super guy. <sighs> yeah. I, yeah sure. I, Skeet Ulrich is very like a very classically handsome dude. Like mm-hmm. he's got the he's got the beautiful eyes and the and the, the hair. Oh, the, the hair. hair. Oh, yeah. No, if he, he's like the kind of person that does that. Like they did them, they did it in a lot of in, uh, in movies. I feel like in the '90s and 2000s, where people just climb up in your window without approval. <laughs> um, oh, like I, Joey Lawrence. Yeah, like yeah, like Dawson's Creek. Um, kind of, you know, it's that's the. Uh, or oh, I'm gonna even put it back to this. Clar- Clarissa explains it all. That dude would just show yes. up. <laughs> almost Best step, Sam. Yeah, almost step on an alligator on the way in. That's just living inside of a kiddie pool. Um, you know, like. I don't know. Uh, I I can see being attracted to him at this point where I would be like, all right, fine. You can come in. (laughs) Fucking weirdo. Just use a door. Just use a fucking door. For a second there, I was like, didn't I just reference Clarissa Explains It All? I just realized Joey Lawrence was not in that show. Nope. I don't know what that actor's name who played Sam. Do you, by chance, Harrison? No, I have no idea. I don't think think their IMDb is going to show much. I feel like... uh, if you just got to be the the random dude who popped up into Melissa Joan, uh, can I say her name? Melissa Melissa Joan Hart. Is it Joan in the middle? Yeah, you got you had yeah, it. Although yeah. strangely, you said uh, Matissa. 
Matissa? Joey Lawrence was in Blossom. That's it. Don't know what okay. that is. You don't know what Blossom is? Mm-mm. No, that's what's great. Oh. I've seen a weird selection of things. Uh, I'm so excited because you look really excited for me to, to to find out what this is. So I'll find <laughs> out this week. I'll watch Blossom. I'll report back to you. <laughs> you seem really genuinely excited. So uh, yeah, I'll check it out. <laughs> Harrison, care to explain to Kai? <laughs> what's Blossom? Uh, for those, so and for sweet. the listeners who don't know what the fuck Blossom is. You know who Maya Bialik is? Uh, no. She's on um, From, Big uh, Bang the Theory. She, she, yeah, she plays Sheldon's girlfriend of the Big Bang Theory. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she's she's just like a teen girl living with her two older brothers, her dad and her grandfather, and she's got a best friend named Six, and it's just pretty much about a comedy set around a girl coming of age, that kind of thing. Uh. Light and fluffy, the, I'm guessing. Like a good time. Like a romp. Yeah. Tight. Um, although, uh, the thing that I would say is uh, the interesting thing about Blossom was every episode was like a very special episode. They did a very wow. special episode all the time on that show. Hmm. Well, Blossom, you're welcome for the pre-promo. Uh, Jim, where can people go to watch <laughs> to stream Blossom? Do we want to give like... Oh. Tubi or Crackle. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we trying to get sponsors from this week? Uh, a Tubi. <laughs> <laughs> Tubi, got your back. I added you this weekend. Love talking to you. Let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tubi and Hulu has uh, has Blossom on it. Well, let me ask you this. When did it come out? Just so I know how to, like, is it, and is it like a hold-up show? I don't, like, how, what are we talking here? It is hard 90s. It's like 1990 to like 1996. Okay, so we're talking like 90210, level 90s, or is that? Yeah, those are early. Yeah. Let me me check out when Beverly Hills 90210 was on. My reference for that is based off of Barbies that my sister had. She had Barbies and then um, Barbie doll equivalent of all of those guys. Oh my god. 90210 was on from 1990 to 2000. Yeah, it was exactly so 90s. Wow. Yeah, I didn't watch that shit. I guess that's another one. I'll watch the Blossom first, and then I'll watch that. <laughs> uh, it's it's a lot more in inside time these days, so I've been <laughs> consuming a lot of weird content at this point in my life. I'm just like, sure, why not? Uh, I was just telling Jim there's a show on Netflix that has cakes fighting each other. That's where we've gotten. Huh. Yeah, they're I like, have not heard of that one. You put cakes on top of robots, and then you have the bo- robots do, <laughs> like things like challenge each other like i think there was even a comedy central show like this where like what is it the robot battle show what the fuck was it called oh uh battle, battle bots? bots battle bots so just that but now there's cake on top of it <laughs> i used to love that show when i was a kid <laughs> just like robots with knives on them and they all stab each other that was that was sick as hell when i was <laughs> when i was a seven-year-old boy I think that was on Comedy Central. I don't know. I was allowed to watch that for some reason. My parents let me. That was a... Uh, I could watch that uh, when uh, I was at a friend's house. Mm. And even then, it was just like, I don't know if I'm allowed to watch this, guys. Ooh. That's a good question. Harrison, what's the first show yeah. you knew you shouldn't be watching, but was good? <laughs> uh, I won't say it's a show. or like a station. Cinemax at night. You shouldn't be watching that. Okay. Um, I will agree with yeah. you. I also found my way into Cinemax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shouldn't be watching that. Yeah, that's, You're like, that's no, a big one. 
it's fine, parents. It's just like Star Trek, but for some reason, everyone's taking their clothes off. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, Cinemax. Oh, thank you for that. I I forgot about Cinemax even being a thing in my my universe. Oh. Oh, I did not have that channel as a child. Probably for the best, Jim. Yeah, we had a TV. We had our own TV in our room, and we had cable. Yes. Yeah, that's nice. Did you sleep with your TV on, or? Um, no. Uh, no. No. Wait a minute. Did we? I'm not. T- no, it's, it wasn't a regular thing to sleep with the TV on. No. It had to go off at a certain time, I think. But then you just turn it back on when your parents go to bed. Mm-hmm. You know. Sound sleepers, hopefully, and then you're good to go. You can watch Gilligan's Island yeah. all night. <laughs> Sorry, that was my. <laughs> so experience. you watched Nick at Night? <laughs> I was watching a lot of Nick at Night as a kid. Yeah, I yeah, watched I watched a lot, a lot of. of I love Lucy. <laughs> yeah, same. And like, yeah, all that shit. Mary Tyler Moore. I was watching it all. I don't I know. Don't I, that I was, was my <laughs> my favorite <laughs> time to watch uh, TV as a kid. Was definitely at like two a.m. Um, yeah, I was that bad kid who like knew I had to be up at six, but I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, and you would listen to that one woman sing uh, "Amazing Grace," and it's like what? all of the hits of. The- <laughs> All of the best hits, and then she'd sing Amazing Grace, and then it'd be, or like, it was all a bunch of, like, stock songs that this woman sold a CD for, and her, they would, uh, they would advertise it at 2 a.m. all the time. Wait, you're talking about the Now 7? No, 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 this was just a, <laughs> I, I don't know her name, I could, I could find it out, though. No, you live your life. I'm gonna look it up. I believe in you. <laughs> that lady that sang Amazing Grace. <laughs> you got it. Judy Collins. That's who it yeah. was. It was Judy Collins. I believed in you. Yeah. Okay. They. Oh, I hated those commercials. <laughs> Actually, that's one thing I was grateful for this, uh, was that there was commercials, because um, I watched it on Tubi. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and I'll take it. I appreciate it um, every, like, 10, 15 minutes to make it so I could stop watching it. So that was really nice of them to do that for me. Wait a minute. This movie that I watched was on Tubi. Oh yeah, I was. That's another bullet. Sometimes folks, Kai oh, forgets to like tell that. people like the things, important things yeah. about the movie, which is well, oh. I'll, send, I'll send you my Venmo because you should not have to pay anything for this movie. Um, <laughs> I didn't <laughs> watch that movie. I mean. yeah, oh, you Harrison, you no. You could have watched it with commercials and joined me in that endeavor, but uh, I rented. Yeah. No, that's a choice that I unfortunately allowed you to make, and I'm so sorry. Uh, that should have no, not even been on I the table. I should have looked elsewhere. I really oh. should have tried to like figure that one out. I mean, I'm lazy. I just literally go, okay, Google, where can I watch uh, that <laughs> movie about that killer? There's a movie about a killer recliner that I don't remember the name of that I really want to watch. Oh, Cat Wars? I have no idea. It's on Tubi, which I, I, I guess I shouldn't advertise. So it's on, Jim, can I get a different streaming service? Tubi? <laughs> I'm sorry, could you say it more clearly? Tubi? <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, that's that's where you can go to find it. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Um, I do I do want to talk about the movie at least like a little bit, um, if that's okay. I would like to know okay. if there's any redeeming qualities or things you actually liked in this movie at all. I have one like. I, I had literally one <laughs> like. Okay. That ro- that one scene where she walks into the room and it's snowing in the room. Ooh, that was pretty. That was a very beautiful scene, and it should have it definitely deserved to be in a better movie. That was the only that was the only thing where I was like, this is nice. Literally everything else I, I despised. 
could not do, I couldn't do it. I hated it. That's fair. Uh, I found a really hard time um, with just like the actor that played Freddy for some reason. I just didn't like the look they did for him. I don't oh, know why Jackie, Earl ha- ha- Jackie Earl Haley. I don't know that actor much, but I, I'm. This has had made a huge uh, like impression for me. Like I will no longer like him in anything I will ever see him in from now on. Uh-huh. Um, that's um, how much they leaned into the fact that, hey, you know how Freddy Krueger's kind of the worst guy because he's kind of like predatory of children? What if we made a movie that was like, hey, we leaned into it like really, really, really heavy? So I'm just like, yeah, fuck this guy forever. If I see this actor, I'm like, fuck you, dude. You're the <laughs> fuck you, Freddy Krueger. I hope I don't harass this actor, but <laughs> uh, he was he, he's he's also known for playing Rorschach and um, uh, uh, Watchmen. Welcome, I thought they were going to say welcome back, Cotter. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> oh, now i gotta see because he was a 70s actor i was like was he ever in well he was he was also in uh the bad news bears yeah um that reference mom that was just for you i know you listen to this podcast she loves welcome back cutter okay. welcome back welcome back you know that jim right no mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah okay, uh, cool. uh uh what's his face guy just started that show um john travolta yeah mm-hmm. and that's a, enough about john travolta <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to talk about John Travolta. Uh, if for whatever reason you're listening to John Travolta, turn it off. <laughs> oh, hello. Who am I, you ask? Well, that's on a need-to-know basis, and I guess you need to know. I'm Donnell from the WatchNet Podcast, a little podcast where me and my co-host Robert dive into different TV shows and movies to give our viewpoints and reviews. TV shows like The Boys to the 1999 hit movie The 13th Floor. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, come join us at watchitpod.com or on any podcast provider. Hey everyone, it's the other host here with some great news. We have ourselves our first Captain's Log Patreon tier member. Thank you so much, Crimson, for joining us. Uh, For those of you who do not know, Rotten Treasure does have a Patreon where you can gain access to uh, voting power in upcoming franchises, early release episodes, extra bonus recap episodes, and that's not all. You can also, with the Captain's Log tier, uh, you can promote a business, an organization, uh, something you're proud of yourself. You can just promote pretty much anything within reason, maybe not a cult. We'll, st- we'll start with not, yeah, no, no cults, please. Uh, but Crimson would like to give a special shout out this week to Huge Theater in Minneapolis, Minnesota. There is a wonderful improv theater where you can go to see shows every single night of the week except for Tuesdays. Folks, you can get in to a show at 8 o'clock, get your laugh on, get home by 9.30, and go to bed like a responsible adult. Crimson and I did it. We had a blast. We think it was great. If you don't think so, don't come crying back to us. You're wrong. Let's get back to the show. Thanks, Crimson. Sorry, I was so, so, so sorry. And we're back. Uh, perfect. I'll throw a commercial. <laughs> that's no, that's perfect. Uh, I don't really, honestly, I asked that question with no positives. I really, uh, I don't remember at all being happy. I remember complaining a lot to Jim. Um, uh, we had a delay and we had to push this back a week, which thank you. But like. I decided to watch it anyways that day. I was like, fuck it. I guess I'll just continue torturing myself with this horrible film. It took me like four hours. And that's just not the commercials movie. I just had to like keep stopping being like, I can't. It's like when you challenge yourself to eat a whole pizza. (laughs) 
you know? Um, and the movie's not even that long, right? Like, is it no. only like an hour and a half? But it yeah. feels like yeah. longer than that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like an average length movie, yeah. The yeah. Hour and a half, maybe hour 45 uh, if they stretched it out. It also didn't help that I have I I have two uh, twin small four-year-old children like giggling upstairs and like running around. So like the horror of like children jumping rope and like giggling is already horrible in this movie. Now I have like surround sound shit up around. <laughs> it's it's the worst. Uh so yeah, every now and then I'll be like, I'm creeped out. I gotta stop. Because they this movie I get what they were trying to do, right? I just didn't like it. <laughs> like they're trying to be really genuinely scary, right? Yeah, well what's more what's more scary than Oh, I don't even want to say it. I'm not gonna even finish what I was about to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was so angry at the movie. I'm sad that this movie had to exist. I, I look forward to, I guess they're making another one. I don't know if I should look forward to that. I guess because we'll be able to talk about it with somebody. They are? Oh my god. I think yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. Um I apologize if I'm lying. I ah, guess I've also apologized if I'm telling the truth, because it's probably gonna be bad. <laughs> Uh, I'm grateful that Scream is doing its thing. I I really am excited to relive those because I I don't think I stopped at three. I don't think I ever stopped four. But this being another, you know, I don't know why I just, I I think it's because they're both new line. They have like similar sensibilities in terms of like, let's be kind of funny too. Um, Because you throw Jamie Kennedy in it and it's just a blast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, the comedy icon, Jamie Kennedy. You know, only the funniest man alive. I mean, I I did like him in Scream. I haven't seen it in so long. I'm excited to find out. The only thing I remember is uh, there's a part where he screams in a uh, not he yells in a uh, 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 that video store that they're in that he works in. I don't remember that. Wow, it's, it's the weird. it's the part where he goes over the rules of horror movies. Got you. Um, and he really likes to use everyone's name in that one, um, if I'm not mistaken. Does he? Well, he, I think I just think I think I remember him just the way he said Sid is stuck in my head for some reason, and that's not all. Like he's got a very like, hi, welcome to my YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Vibe. I just remembered. I watched a um, I watched a panel with the stars of with a couple of the stars of uh, Scream, mm-hmm. and someone like they did a Q and A, and this girl came up and she was very nervous, and she goes, um. Nev Campbell, how often do people on the street say hello, Sydney? And Nev Campbell was just real about it. She was just like, "Oh, they don't. Doesn't it doesn't really happen to me." And then, very clearly, the girl who was so nervous just like started crying because she was so upset. She upset Nev Campbell. And then Matthew Lillard, uh, being the hero he is, like went over and gave her a hug and was like. You, you, yeah, you tell Nev Campbell she's a meanie. <laughs> is he, is he a hero? When did he, Matthew Lillard? Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, gen, he seems like a very genuinely nice guy. We gotta get him on. We gotta find out. He could be a terrible person. You know? You ever see that video of the kid who liked uh, Shaggy? Like he had a, he had a, uh, like a Scooby Doo shirt with like Shaggy on it. And Matthew Lillard was like, hey, I am Shaggy. 
I I do the voice of him sometimes now, and I'm, That's on the, not the I'm in the movie. Yeah, I thought you were talking about for a second. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Uh, yeah, no, that's probably very confusing for a small child. Yeah, and the kid was like crying because he couldn't he couldn't handle that. And then Matthew Lillard's just like, oh no, let me cheer you up, buddy. And he's like doing a bunch of things to cheer up a kid. And the kid ends up just like, yay, I met Shaggy. And he was the coolest man alive. I I hate that I know this. My parents were big into uh, Howie Mandel's comedy in the eighties. Uh, and therefore, I watched a lot of it, especially this one show over and over and over again. I mean, remember a family trip we did was to go see him when I was like, I don't know, probably like 13, 14 years old. I went to go see Howie Mandel do comedy. Yeah. Oh, but he had this, you know, he was uh, Gizmo, Skeeter from the Muppet Babies and um, Bobby from Bobby's World. And the bit is just like about him. He's like one voice, three fucking jobs, because if you listen to them, it's like, hi, I'm Bobby. And it's like. Gizmo's like, Dr. McElroy, <laughs> like whatever the fuck it is. Uh, and then Skeeter's like, meh, 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 <laughs> whatever. Um, Isn't he like everyone on Bobby's phone? <laughs> I don't know. But he was talking about being in like a mall and some kid coming up to him. Like a parent knows who fucking Howie Mandel is, but a kid doesn't know that that's Bobby, you know? Like, so pointing that out to a kid is terrifying because they were just like, hey, it's Bobby. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's a man. <laughs> it's just some fucking man. And then he would do it and the kid would be like, he fucking hate him. He hate him. <laughs> I don't think a kid would understand. But then again, I don't give kids credit. Kids are a lot smarter than I think. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Well, I'm not going to say that because when I was a kid, I definitely I was definitely one of those people that thought that like the TV had the performers in the TV and that they performed it for me. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was definitely one of those kids. And uh, probably to like five. Like I'll, I'll put it this way. I have memories of thinking that. Tight. I don't think I have memories beyond like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have some, but just like, yeah, no, five. Wow. Nope. Was there a hot second because we had to uh, cancel last week uh, or reschedule last week that you almost forgot that you had a podcast? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got reminded today. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. it, I, I forgot. Oh, I've been in there. But I watched the movie, so I'm good. Yeah. We've surprised a couple people, yeah. Uh, We, oh, geez, we were recording on uh, Dying Message, uh, 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 Noah Levine and uh, Michael Savitsky's podcast. Uh, And, geez, I got hit up. I was like, all right, we're going to start in, like, you know, like, what, 20 minutes or some shit? I hadn't even watched the movie we were supposed to watch for it. I was just like, uh, 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 yeah, I don't know. What am I going to like fast, like flash forward or like fast forward, like a bunch through a movie and just like get the general idea of it in like 10 minutes and just like wing it. I think I was my general five at the time. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm, uh, you could have also just like skimmed through this movie and spent maybe more five to 10 minutes and that probably would have better, better way to, uh, consume this film. Yeah, Probably. I don't know. I, I, I don't think there is a good way to consume this film. No, there's not, because I didn't want to miss anything, but there's nothing to miss. <laughs> I, I wrote things down that I was just like, oh, this will this will be a goofy thing to say on uh, the podcast. And then very quickly, I was just like, I don't like this. Yeah, I, I, I just actively hate this. I thought, OK, you actually pointed this out to me because I, I texted you about this. Uh, talk to me about micro naps because I don't know much about them, Jim. Do you know much about them? Because that was a thing in this. Mm-hmm. 
um micro sleep is when you uh are when you lack when you're you're not sleeping so you take these things called uh micro naps where you fall asleep for you know when you when you you know when you're really tired and you kind of nod off mm-hmm. you actually are nodding off for a couple of seconds uh you you think like oh i just sorry i just uh came back up real quick but in reality you're like going down and then you kind of go down for like maybe like 10 15 seconds and then you come back up and you just don't realize it mm. but yeah they're a real thing to uh so that you can catch up on sleep because your body needs sleep uh and it will do it, it will try whatever it can to fall asleep on you i don't like that i'm not a fan because i do fall asleep really really easy um it's absurd i'm like a in five minutes lie down within the next five minutes i'm down i'm done and i'm in it i am jealous <laughs> Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to brag. <laughs> Harrison, what's your sleep schedule like? <laughs> it's not as good as yours, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Look, my, my partner and I have gotten to a point where we're like, hey, you want to go to bed at 930 and sleep for like nine and a half hours? That's where we're at. <laughs> it's it's the life I needed. I, I like going to bed early. It's great. I honestly am trying to hit before 11 most days. If I'm asleep or awake past 11 these days it's not it's not good for me i'm not having a good day the next day i i used to be able to do that right now i think it's because i'm uh i work from home now and it's just harder to get sleep it's like your body doesn't uh use up enough energy so it's just like well you don't really need to sleep like you're fine just don't do that and then it gets tired after like (laughs) 19 hours and it's like what are you doing you should have been asleep by now Oh, you're making me uh, you're, you're actually making me realize uh, I'm grateful that I get to sleep in my uh, we have me and my partner each have each other's uh, or different rooms. Uh, I was for a period of time having a horrible time sleeping because I realized it's just fucking frigid as fuck in my room because uh, Minnesota has been doing this like negative 20 thing. Um, yeah. Oh. Am I? Yeah, I live in one of like an old house. So like these windows are not great. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I live in a, I think what used to be a walk-in freezer. Um, <laughs> like the one they didn't have to install, it was just natural. <laughs> I was mad when Philly got down to 17. Oh yeah. The other week, and I was like, man, it's this is the coldest it's ever been. I have never been colder in my entire life. I don't know. I forget. I know you're from around there, but Harrison, are you from around uh, Philly at all, or? Um, no, I moved to Philly uh, five years ago, so I'm not really from the area. No. Hmm. Why did you? Uh, why did you move to Philly? Um, I moved to Philly because I was having a really hard time in California. My friend was like, "I can find you a job and a place to stay. Just come out here, and you know, maybe things will get better for you." So that's how I ended up here. Um, I don't. And I don't have any plans on going anywhere else, like, right now. Like, this is where I'm just kind of, like, I don't want to say stuck, but this is where I'm at right now. Um, I don't have any plans to go anywhere else or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Philly kind of just, like, <laughs> that happens to a lot of people where they're just like, oh, I'm comfortable here. Just, exactly. Just, it's just nice. It's a very good, I mean, I've popped in and out of it. Uh, it's a very... <sighs> It's the kind of city where you're like, I don't need to know my next move. I can hang. This works. <laughs> um, yeah, I also oh, I miss Philly. Um, it's wonderful. That's the people I miss very much, though. So. Um, but also the weather. <laughs> yeah. Oh, big time. Big <laughs> time. 
Although we just did, uh, we did have a bunch of people who were like, man, I don't want to be in Philly. And then they all moved to Chicago. To go somewhere colder? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I guess that's got to be a a testament to people's feelings about a a comedy network. If it's fucking frigid to learn comedy there and you're like, yeah, I'll still do that. Uh, So you hear that, Jill Bernard? I'm happy to be going and taking your classes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it turns out you have to be cold to do comedy. It's fine. Were you doing comedy in California? Uh, no, that's the funny thing. I, when I was in California, I wasn't doing comedy. That's only something that I discovered when I moved to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I went to California to transition. So for me, it wasn't about like, I'm going to go there and act or whatever it is. Like, I, I never pursued anything in acting or anything like performing. No. Yeah, I also did that in Philly. I uh, did, like, uh, poetry, but then I never did anything, like, comical uh, and leaned into it until Nate May made me. He made, literally made me grab my computer and was just like, you're fucking signing up for this class in front of me right now. <laughs> uh, luckily, I got a scholarship, which was nice because not paying for shit when you're, you know, broke queer is great. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, 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 it's been so long since I've been in the Philadelphia comedy scene because I don't think it exists anymore. Uh, because pandemic's been really yeah. hard. Uh, I mean, it's trying to exist, and I'll give a lot of credit to, uh, you know, the intent to really get it going. Um, but I, I, what, it, what? We don't have to keep this. What? What are? What are your thoughts on the Philadelphia comedy scene? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is there one? Because like, I ever since the theater closed down, um, I haven't performed. I haven't gone to shows. Yeah. Haven't done photography photography for shows. Mm-hmm. So it's like I have no idea what's going on in the comedy community at all. Like I'm so far removed from it now. It's like it's like it's like it's, it was like another lifetime ago almost. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, I just wanted to bring up something really shitty and hard. <laughs> but no, yeah. I, 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 no I, I genuinely feel that's super hard because it's really easy to do that. A lot of people we've talked to are, you know, on this podcast up in Philadelphia-based comedians. And it's a lot of people who are just like, yeah, I'm in a fucking cycle of my own world now. Um, was that comedy scene, Philadelphia? Yeah, I heard of it. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, no, I mean, we've all kind of had to dip into our own worlds a lot more. Um, no time for the funny make ups It's not really out there as yeah. much. Even the, like... The like heavy veteran, like 10, 15 years doing uh, Philly comedy, they like pandemic hit and they were just like, oh, I guess I'm just not going to do anything for a little while. And coming back has been hard for some of them. I think I'm honestly, um, I, in a lot of ways, I'm glad I've been encouraged to just like try other outlets and do other things. Um, obviously, this podcast, <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, it's comedy adjacent, sure. It's still improvised, that's for sure. Um, but I'm grateful that, like, because uh, I think I was pretty heavily consumed at that time. Like, I was missing work opportunities because of Lyft driver. I was like, oh, sure, I'll just make less money because I want to go watch funny people that I like uh, and, and be in a room full of people that are like, oh, I fucks with your shit. And you're like, oh, I f- thanks. I like your shit, too. <laughs> um, it was just, like, for a little bit, it was, it was nice. It was a, a bunch of... Oh, it was just a clowning around time. Yeah. Yeah. I always liked the way it was. Uh, it's a pretty small community where you would you would see people in like a like a dozen different things. Like Harrison, I think I saw you in interrogation room a couple of times. I've been in. Yeah, I've done the interrogation room a couple of times. Yeah. 
Yeah, and th- like that's just one of those shows where they were like, here's ten very funny people. They're going to go on stage, and they're just going to do improv. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, here's nine funny people and Kai shitting their pants. Uh, that's what that was. Uh. Uh, yeah, I had a hard night one night. Um, I think it ended up being okay, but Sam Abrams, um, <sighs> lovely past guest on the show, was such a wonderful person, like grabbed my arm and brought me into a scene, and not like a get the fuck in here, I'm going to make you do a scene, but like a, like a, you need to get in here, come on. You haven't done anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was the, that was a scene where you were in a library, question mark? Don't remember. All right. Um, let me feel, let me do my, um, what do you call it, my object work and see if I can get myself back into, what are you doing in a library? I, I don't, uh, yeah, you're doing it. <laughs> this is a free <laughs> audio podcast uh, <laughs> material right now. Yeah. Really knock it out of the park. Uh, <laughs> Harrison, have there been any like creative outlets that you've particularly t- like been spending a lot more like time with? Yeah, I the- dropped. Uh, now with the pandemic and everything. Um, yeah, I dropped photography. I don't do t- photography anymore, but I'm just really into doing my collages now. Mm-hmm. So that's been like a really great creative outlet for me. That's also been really good for me, like mentally as well. Feel you. Um, so that's what I'm really into right now is just doing collages. Yeah. I took on fiber art. I started doing embroidery. I think doing something like visually creative is really helpful through all of this. And I'm trying to encourage a lot of people to take on like a, a hands-on craft or art. Yeah. Yeah. Especially one that like, it can go on forever, but like, usually it has an end. Like you, like it, there does come a point where you go, all right, I don't think I can add anything more to this. And now I have a finished product. Yeah. I, (laughs) I started actually doing them. Uh, I was grateful uh, in a pandemic where money was not so great, uh, I started doing them for commissions um, and been done a lot of strange or not strange, but just like stuff outside that I, of what I would normally make. And uh, it was just really fun to just kind of say fuck it and try a new like a new new thing. Um, that's one thing. I, you know, we're going to talk about why we're grateful for the pandemic, everybody. Ugh, what a horrible thing. But like one <laughs> Horrible, horrible, horrible. I don't even want to call it a silver lining. What's worse than silver? Bronze? Can we get worse than that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go. A bronze lining's a funny one. Uh, is that I? I'm, I is that I? I don't know. I'm. I started to be like, oh yeah, I'd like to be creative and use uh my brain to think critically about how things can look beautiful together. Um, and I'm going back to college. Uh, provided I get acceptance, uh, I'll find out in four weeks. Um, for art, which I'm very excited. Because uh, nice. why the fuck not? Uh, mm-hmm. Why not spend more time being creative and hopefully get paid to do it? Just humble brag on the podcast. No big deal, guys. <laughs> no, I think it's good. I, I mean, I'm uh, fully supportive of you. I, 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 I really think uh, this is going to be great for you. You're you're a talented uh, graphic designer. I think you'll uh, I think you'll fly high. I think I'm excited to just take their off classes though, because I'm going to have to take a lot of classes over anyways, uh, and I'm going to be there for four, four fucking years. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm excited to take the stuff that's just like, why the fuck not? Um, yeah, sure. I'll learn carpentry. Um, why not? <laughs> I would love to learn carp. I've, uh, okay. <laughs> really uh, weird tangent. Something I've always wanted to do was, uh, I like a, a bucket list item for me is, I've always wanted to build, like, and be involved in building a house. I want to build a house. So, you know, I could do, like, Habitat for Humanity. So, but I've I've never done it. Is there anything that you've ever, like, wanted to do like that? Who are you talking to? Yeah, both of you. Oh. No, you go first. 
Uh, I have. I've built walls. I've done electric. Um, Whoa. Like, I was, like, doing stuff. Um, my dad had me. Impressive. Oh, I ran this. Oh, my God. I, I feel bad. I ran this fucking line through this whole house. Was so proud of myself. Was just killing it. And then just, like, cut it maybe two feet short. So, like, that room just had a little reading area. <laughs> and probably had to get another light for the other half of that room. Because that was not centered in the middle of that room. It happens. I always was I was very afraid of electricity. My dad definitely instilled that, like, don't touch the electricity. <laughs> that'll that'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everything else I've, I've done. Carpentry is a fun thing. I, I have not uh, dabbled in carpentry. No, not. I mean, like a gingerbread house. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Just glued one of those houses. General apparently for a while there it was hot to like take like st- like popsicle sticks and make shit out of them. I don't know. I, that wasn't a childhood thing that I did, but that was a thing. That was a thing. Yeah, I did that as a kid. Yeah, we had, we had a lot of popsicle sticks lying around. Sure. Just eat a bunch of pops and make it stuff. I don't know. Seems yeah, like a really. My mom has a lot of popsicle sticks glued to a piece of paper. So... Wow. Did she kept them? No, she threw them out a long time ago. Okay, good, 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 good. good. <laughs> she used to have a box full of them, and then uh, we got old enough. She was like, eh, they're not going to care about this anymore, so she threw them out. Mm. And to no. be honest, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about y'all, but at this point, I've gotten my life down to a car and the things that I have. Um, I, I like that my life is, like, I know it's nice to have things, but I like that I can fit my things into a car. Those are the, That's it. I, like, my cat was one. He came here with me. We did that journey together. So grateful for both of them, actually. Those are probably the most important things. Matter of fact, actually, you ever packed go bags? Have you ever had to do that? Like, for, like, the birth of a kid? No. uh, No, unfortunately, well, we did it here because there were people, uh, like, lighting, like, shit on fire and, like, throwing Molotovs and stuff in my neighborhood, like, unmarked cars and stuff. Um, So we were like, maybe we should pack a go bag. (laughs) Guess we don't want to be here. Um... Oh yeah, that's a that was a good idea for you at that time. But I realized I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna grab uh, a suitcase and my two cats. I for whatever reason wanted my laptop. Uh, I don't even know if we were doing this podcast at the time, but I would probably grab my external hard drive because that's the stuff that matters, and, <laughs> and that's about it. Uh, I want my podcast, my two cats, my partner. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. It's nice to not really care about like things. Um, I, I I just got a Wii. I guess I'd be sad that I lost that. It's always the expensive stuff where you're like, <laughs> "Ooh, I paid money for that. I don't want to. I don't want to get rid of that." No. Has anyone done the Marie Kondo? Oh God, no! You didn't want to thank all of your <laughs> items, Harrison, and just like throw them no, away. No, I didn't want to go through all that stuff. Yeah. Well, what do you think would be the hardest section? The 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 clothes, the 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 the. Oh, I guess probably the hardest one is the, emo- the the last one, where it's just like emotionally like important, significant like heirloom shit. Yeah. Oh, that's funny because I I've purged those pretty quickly. And I, I if I see something in my house where I'm just like, I don't use this, I throw it away. Even if I'm just like, this meant something to me. Nah, it's out of there. Oh. What about yourself? Oh, I'm sorry, Harrison. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was like, uh, who? My um, apologies. Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. 
it depends on how what kind of a mood I'm in. Like sometimes it's really easy for me to just get rid of things, mm-hmm. but then sometimes I'll hold on to like ridiculous thing, like a receipt that I'm never gonna need. Yep. And I'm like, why do I have this piece of paper that means nothing to me? Well, I might need it one day. No, you're not gonna need to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. That's how it was with cords and like pamphlets or how to use electrical things that I've just had over the years. Oh yeah. You know, you're just like, no, this robot dog that I had as a kid, I don't I don't have the dog anymore. <laughs> I'm going to need the charger at some point. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll, I will find, uh, you know, I will find that dog again. Maybe what on a... One, what if one day I need my flip phone again? <laughs> I'm sorry, your, your flip phone? All right. Let, all right. Whatever. <laughs> um, I think this would probably be a good point um, to maybe talk about some final notes. Yeah, yeah. This is, we're about that. We're about that point. In case there is, this is this is the opportunity. If there is sadly anything you actually wanted to talk about the, in this movie, Harrison, we can talk about it. Ooh. Right? Isn't that hard uh, to even uh, think the, about? It, the the main actress was just one note awful. Oh <sighs> God, she was terrible. Yeah, she yeah. was terrible. And like I felt absolutely nothing for her. Ugh. I one of the notes I wrote down was, oh, man, a teenager with a convertible. Wow. She's so relatable. <laughs> I, yeah. like, I I also could not relate to this girl one bit. And also, I just realized I said that about the other girl who is the who I thought was the main character who gets killed off like immediately. Chris. Oh, yes. Yeah. And they they paid homage to the, the first movie in the way that she died. Right. They did that. They did that twice yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or, but. But much worse. Yes, yes, it was. In terms of entertainment, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. I, w- I wasn't sure in terms of like it was. I guess not as gory or as interesting. <laughs> no, it's this movie is basically it's the original, but we didn't do a good job. And they should have. That's how they should have said it when they were trying to like get <laughs> it <into> the theaters. <laughs> yeah, everyone show up. We it was same thing. Just not, it's not as good. We're not we're not that good of making movies. It's honest, and I think that if that was marketed in a way that was just like, you know what, I appreciate their honesty. You know what, let's give them fifteen ninety nine, whatever the fuck it is, to go see a movie. Yeah. We use most of our budget on Rorschach. We 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 don't really have much going on here. Um, let me ask you this because I don't think I've asked enough people this, Harrison. What franchise other than this do you wish you would actually been able to watch, or like what movie? Like, I'm trying to think of what the opposite of this movie is, and it's probably something good. <laughs> well, I was super pissed that you um, you guys had already done Home Alone. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Uh, sorry. Like that. Don't worry. There will be another one. <laughs> or Scream. It's... Like, oh, my God. Scream. I think you oh. – haven't you already – did you – No, we haven't done Scream. Scream. We haven't done Scream no, yet. It's still come back. Oh, don't worry. Yeah. You, which Scream is your favorite? Yeah. The first one. Yeah. Okay. The first one. Yeah. Well, it's yours. It's here, locked in, hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> no, because that is uh, that is Take something that, that Hen. <laughs> well, no, well, Hen Smith has a lot of feelings about this, and I apologize actually, because uh, Hen is also on that list for that franchise. Um, Ooh. Oh yeah, people have a lot of feelings about Scream. Uh, apparently, uh, I'm excited to find out why. I've seen a lot of people uh, because of the new movie being out. People have a lot of feelings about Scream Three. I've been seeing people on the on Twitter being like, "It's great." People are so wrong. <laughs> Which I think I'm going to be wrong. Is that the one where Jamie Kennedy dies in a van? I'm going to be honest. I don't remember anything from Scream Three. 
he shit he dies in Scream Two when they're in college. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I liked he Scream does Two. Die in a van. He does die in a van. Yeah. Scream Two did the sequel thing that I like that is that I I think is a very very valid way of doing a movie, which is they took the first movie and then they were like, let's do it again. Um, with just just all the characters except they're in a different place, and I'm like, cool, love it. And they the the most tense scene in any of the movies is actually in the second movie when the really? uh, uh, there's a car scene where the killer's passed out in the car and they have to climb over him to get out. That's probably the best scene in all the movies. I've been having a hard time. I'm gonna have a hard time doing our recap episode talking about these uh, because I'm just not gonna want to. Uh, <laughs> at all uh, so during this movie I did think of something fun to do though and I, I suggest everyone listening as well as both of you do this um, at one point in my life based on this movie I would love to have crumpled up the exact amount of change for my like food bill like the exact amount like to the cent and just like <laughs> slam it down on the table and walk out like just epically because oh, yeah. it's like still ethical that it's like cause, <laughs> you know like it's still you paid <laughs> Yeah, you just wanted a dramatic exit you know I just want one. <laughs> that was so weird. She was like, oh, exact change. And they just like went into their pocket, grabbed as much and just slammed it down. I was like, how did they know? <laughs> I mean, that's got to feel good, right? I don't know if you've ever tried that. I mean, I'm just going to start keeping like random loose change and see if I pay stuff right when I go buy stuff. I've paid with exact change before, but I had to count it out. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not a savant. That's going to be my that's going to be my new move, though. I think I'm going to have to start being that person. I don't know. If the world's ready for it, but I'm going to be exact change person. Uh, uh, tip your servers, everyone. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. I mean, especially now. Yeah. Yeah. Give them like all your money. Like, I'm not saying they should rob you, but you should let them casually open their wallets. Like, <laughs> or like, sorry, you should let them casually open your wallets and take away your money <laughs> if you're going to go out to eat right now. Uh, Jim, what about yourself? Is there uh, a single thing that you needed to talk about? Um, not much. Right? Uh, I'm just so disappointed because we, I don't, I don't hate this franchise by any means. I really enjoyed, I'll just say it, one and three. Three is probably the best fucking movie out of this entire franchise, um, in my opinion. And uh, have you seen the meta one, Harrison, where it's, uh, Freddy's dead, the, the one where they're all those... I've actually seen that movie in the theater. Yeah, I've seen Freddy's Dead the Final. No, wait a minute. Are we talking about Freddy's Dead the Final Nightmare or the, the one, the next one? Oh, okay. I know, talking, I know you're talking about with Nancy, but it's actually the actress and whatever. Yeah, yep, yep, yeah. I've seen that one. What What were you, uh, sorry to do this so late in the, the podcast, but real quick, what were your, uh, <laughs> what were your thoughts uh, on that? Because that was one that I think stood out. Well, I was kind of, I was, when I first saw it, I was pretty young. So I was kind of pissed because I was like, well, <laughs> This isn't scary. Like, why? What's going? Like, not that it's not scary, but it was just like, okay, this isn't a, like the other movies. What's going on? Like, it was. But yeah, I'm, a... as I've gotten older, I've grown to appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit of a melodrama more than a than an actual movie or uh, actual exactly. horror movie. But yeah. they get in. They get. They get to it. They they get the point out there. <laughs> eventually they get to it yeah yeah and then stab was influenced by that correct like the scream 4 i feel like was influenced by this kind of idea am i wrong yeah well uh west craven did scream that's what i'm saying yeah so he's just like oh, i'll borrow from that and i'll i'll kind of keep making fun of myself yeah he was always very interested in that kind of thing 
I don't really know what other Wes Craven stuff. I know the Scream, and I know this, and I know nothing else of Wes Craven. So, oh, you know, you need to watch What's up? a good Wes Craven movie that you should watch and that I enjoyed. It's called The People Under the Stairs. I knew you were going to say that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Talk to me. That's What's going good, on here? That is good. Well, that's, the title alone bothers me. Um, don't want people under my stairs. In case anyone's listening was thinking that's about being under my stairs, don't be there. <laughs> that's that's a good movie uh, from him. Good. Yeah. He also did uh, The Serpent and the Rainbow, I think. Is that him? Yeah. So, That's yeah. A, that one's about uh, uh, voodoo. But, like, actual voodoo. And they, they're, like, really trying to... They, they actually studied up on voodoo. Hmm. I feel like it's something I should study up on. I don't know what it is, but the more and more... Um, as I get older, I, I just feel like... I don't know what it is. Uh, there's just a heavy i don't know where i'm going uh, i i think that there's a history of just trans women in relation to witchcraft and i'm just pretty sure that i'm a witch is what i'm <laughs> getting at <laughs> uh the more and more i continue to to dig deep on this subject i'm just like yeah sure 100 percent, yeah that makes sense um but yeah no i uh just in case anyone needs to know, I'm over here and I kind of want to learn how to do some spells. I, I I remember I was at the Philly Trans Wellness Conference and there was just this uh, there was this uh, this whole get together on just how to uh, to kind of bake spells like to into your food. So if you wanted your family to like not be homophobic, you just bake it into cookies. <laughs> I'm kind of selling it short, but that's generally what the vibe was. <laughs> And I was in there for like an hour and a half. I was like, yeah, all right. I think I'm making my cookies wrong. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm leaning into it. I know this inner power that I have to, uh, I guess, make people not be homophobic. Sounds like a good idea. I don't know if I've ever made cookies for that exact purpose, but I'll try it. Jim, did you freeze? No, I'm looking at my notes to see uh, what my final note was going to be. You're really good at staying still. Thank you. I just uh, don't move and probably have poor uh, video quality. <laughs> yeah, that could be the case. Yeah. Um, I guess my final note was uh, there's a part where they're driving. Hey, I don't, I, there, there's a part where they're driving and Nancy's like, all right, I need you to talk to me. So I uh, so I stay uh, awake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, OK. And she's like, what's your favorite color? And it cuts to him. But he's already asleep. <laughs> Didn't he say blue? I oh I, wait, I'm, I'm so sorry. S- he didn't. Uh, he wasn't already asleep. I made the joke that it would be funny if he uh, was already asleep. I remember being mad that he said blue because I was like, "This is a basic answer for a boy." Um, the best answer I got from a kid when I was a Lyft driver was gold. That's I love that answer. That's my favorite answer I've ever got from a. What a bougie kid. No, I'm, no, they just they liked it. It was shiny and cool. The reasoning was just solid. It's cool to look at. <laughs> Would you Gold's say it was cool. solid gold? Thank you. Ooh. Let's end the episode. Alrighty, Harrison. <laughs> um, speaking of gold, <laughs> uh, I don't know. What, what would you like what to do? You do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to promote? <laughs> yeah. Um, what are your golden the only promotions? thing that I would like to promote is just going to be my collage Instagram. It's HJS Collages. That's oh, all. It'll be in the description of this episode as well as also if you came here because you saw a promotion um of any kind it's there so yeah click on it that's all you gotta do yeah you just gotta go backwards and click on stuff 
Um, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to actually continue this journey. A little bit. Or like a little bit. We're going we're gonna to keep watching more content. Um, and hopefully... Harrison, let me ask you this. If, if the yeah. next Nightmare on Elm Street movie came out, would you even want to talk about it? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> After this, I just wanted this, to know. This, yeah, your perspective this, on this is appreciated. This movie kind of put me off. I'm just like, I don't fucking want to watch Nightmare on Elm Street right now. Oh my god. I don't think I could do it. Cause if not unless if I'll watch it, but they have to bring back the actor what's the actor's name again? Who played uh, Freddy Cougar? Uh Robert England. That's yeah. right. They gotta bring him back and then I'll watch the movie. If they don't bring him back, then I'm not watching it. Here's the thing. Yeah. Not only will I pay for the movie, I will give you three times the money because I think that's at least what I owe you, just in case whatever the <laughs> fuck that movie is. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I think it's, that's only right. Uh, so yeah, we're going to watch uh, Scream Queen. We'll be back with Rob O'Neill, uh, again, because you know, you were listening to these in order, everybody, uh, and you listened to, uh, Rob on the second installment. Um, so yeah, let's keep, yeah. let's keep, let's keep talking about this fucking terrible guy. And then we'll talk about a completely different franchise that we're not going to spoil for you. Right, Jim? Oh yeah. Not yet. We, we, we do that next week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we, we can't spoil what it's going to be. Oh, do you want me to actually say that as Toy Story? Yeah. Oh. Okay. It's Toy Story. Yeah, we're doing Toy Story next. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to Patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.